Hey everybody, welcome back to the Commander's Vault. I'm JB. I'm Dale. And uh, Modern Horizons 2 is out. We had pre-releases uh, this past weekend, and in doing so, we had a tournament. I think the first day was just uh, pods, right? Yep. Just regular pods, and then it was seeded uh, Swiss, so to make sure that everyone, well, it was fair. And then the second day of tournament, we had a two-headed giant randomly assigned uh, groups. Uh, tournament and that went pretty well i think yeah i think right? so too. it was pretty cool pairings uh there were obviously some pairings that uh were really fucking strong you know yeah. um the overall winners were an edric and uh what was the, the, in the so for day one uh that event robbie was playing urza tide spout and he won the first Produce event. staff, yeah. And then uh, the second event, Shaw and Tyler won. Shaw was playing Edric, and Tyler was playing uh, Tonatim, the Blood Pod. And they won. Uh, and then the overall points, because the uh, points were rolling over from Friday, Friday's event into Saturday's. So the overall winner was Shaw, and he played, I think, in the free-for-all event he played Najila. yeah and then in the two-headed giant he played the edric deck so he won overall points wise uh second place was a kazer ukima food chain deck yeah yep uh and then third place was urza fourth place urza fifth place urza sixth place psi master thopterist seventh place was tim natana and seventh place or i mean eighth place was grenzo uh, Dungeon Warden. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a decent mix of decks. I, I figured there'd be more Urza decks, but hey, I guess three. Three was enough. <laughs> three. I mean, when you consider that in the top eight, you know, three of the decks are the same deck. Uh, same general. I mean, your, your Urza's a little more casual. Uh, Angermeyer's Urza is a little, is Staxi. The I think the tempo build, and then the uh, the third Urza deck was the Proteus staff build with Tide Spout Tyrant, and yeah, um, yeah uh, all good decks. All yeah, good decks. <laughs> the uh, on Friday on the free for all, uh, I actually was in a pod with the other two Urza players, so oh it was <laughs> oh three God. Urza decks, and that's then, awful. Uh, the fourth player was playing a. Uh, Vampire Tribal with uh, bah, 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 I can't Anawan, the Mono Black. Oh, Mono Black. Yeah. Okay. So we all were thinking he was gonna win, <laughs> just because we were gonna like crap Urza on each, each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I ended up uh, winning that one. That's good. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's no small feat taking down two other Urza decks with an Urza deck. Especially since they kind of know how it works. Yeah, it probably was the uh, least fun game I, of Magic I think I've played in a few years. <laughs> it was uh, turn two winter orb and then turn <laughs> three static orb. And then just locked the whole game out for all the Urza players pretty much for like the whole entire time. Until I think we had ten minutes left in the round when I finally was able to pull it out. It was Yeah, wow. Oof. Yeah. How, what was the round timers? Uh, I believe an hour. Oof. Each round is an hour. 50 minutes of just hard stacks and bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful, I'm not going to lie. But I love stacks. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind playing that deck, you know. I definitely grown playing against it. 
Yeah. It's meant to be that way. <laughs> so uh, the actual breakdown of the event to for like buying in and everything, it was a $25 buy-in got you a pre-release kit. So 50 bucks for both events gets you two pre-release uh, kits. We had a total of 44 people across the two days. Uh, gave away 60 Modern Horizons set boosters split across the top eight. And uh, the winner of each event also got Pathway uh, Secret Layers. Secret layer. So that was pretty cool. Uh, the second day's event was 60 set boosters across the top six teams. And then each player on the winning team also got a sealed Pathway Secret Layer as well. And then uh, the overall points was 40 Modern Horizon packs split over those top eight. So, and uh, I think we talked about Neil also played in this tournament. He played in the two-headed giant at least. Yeah, there was an off number of players in that event. So he stepped in and played, and he played a uh, Jace Tribal deck, and he was partnered up with uh, Lex, who was playing Jadzi From Strixhaven. Yeah, Storm build. And, yeah, I, I played against them in the second to the last round of that event, and we just got pretty much crapped on. Yeah. There was one good counter battle between me, Neil, and Lex, and I just happened to have three counter spells, but they somehow were able to stop all my counters. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jesus. But, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like everybody had a great time, gave away a shitload of product, also, yes, you did hear that right. It was $25 for a pre-release, pre-release pack of Modern Horizons 2. I shopped around, uh, I think it was 45 at some places, and uh, 50 I saw. I was looking at uh, a shop up in Erie that uh, I visited over the past couple days, and they were selling the pre-release kits for 50 yeah, I've seen some of the bigger cities were selling them for like 65 Jeebus. Yeah. So Dude, that's insane. If you're from L.A. or New York City, yeah. Rest in piss. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, I had a really good time. Uh, my partner uh, in the Two-Headed Giant event, his name was Kyle, he was playing a uh, food chain. Prosh build, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did pretty good. I mean, it was mainly me just getting tunneled, like, in well, every pod, which as, was as cool because uh, that then gave he... him time to kind of set up and, and do his thing. Did he get any food chain wins? No, he almost did, though, and I I believe it was our second round. uh, He had Food Chain on board and Squee in Exile, and they crows and gripped his Food Chain. Oh, fucking split second. That's a crispy. It was was all right, though, because that basically, that wasted their turn and allowed me to uh, take three extra turns. With uh, Beacon of Tomorrows. And did you win? Yeah. Okay. I beat them down with Urza Constructs for the win. <laughs> Which Whatever was pretty, you gotta do, you pretty know. Pretty spicy. Shit. Yeah, I Cyclonic uh, Rift Overloaded and then just proceeded to beat them down for three turns. But <laughs> it was really close because they had a uh, dude had cast a Blight Steel. And so I respond, I go to counter it, and then he casts. Uh, that Eldrazi counterspell. It's oh, free if, yeah. it's, if it's over 7 or greater or whatever. Not of this world. Yeah, and then just luckily I had miscast in hand and he had tapped out, so I miscast that and yeah, countered good. the Blightsteel because he had Rogue's Passage on board as well and was like, 
we were about to get beat down with blight steel. So yeah, that's <laughs> a good way to uh, die. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean overall, I had a, a pretty great time aside for that grindy freaking Urza match that like just drained me mentally thinking so much. So yeah, um, wanted to mention the giveaway for uh, for Modern Horizons two. The password for this giveaway is going to be BloodPod. So if you DM MTG underscore survivalist uh, or the Commander's Vault Instagram page with that passphrase BloodPod, you'll get entered to win a draft booster box at Modern Horizons 2. So uh, that'll be running probably, uh, it'll probably end next week when we record our regular episode. So you'll have a week to get entered into that, and then I'll I'll start that giveaway as soon as uh, I get home. I'll make a post for it. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, we're giving away some fire, as always. I mean, like, name one thing that hasn't <laughs> been great that we've uh, that we haven't given away here. You know, like, name something that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I challenge you. I literally challenge you to find something that sucks that we've given away. We don't give away fucking three packs of this and three packs of that and one pre-release kit of this. No, fuck it. We're just like, booster box? Yeah. Store store promo poster that's going to be worth like 150 bucks in a couple months? Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Neil for you. He's a beast. He's a beast at giveaways. And um, honestly, you know, even the prize spread for that... Uh, for that event, those two events were insane. Yeah. Fucking yeah. crazy, dude. Definitely. I mean, three uh, secret layer freaking pathways. Yeah. That's that's pretty sick. Sick prize. I mean, those pathways look dope, too. They're yeah. crisp. So. Wasn't it, it wasn't something that I wanted to invest in, but I would have definitely played in that tournament if I could have to get them, try and get them for free, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. But, damn. <laughs> and, uh, honestly... Modern Horizons 2 um, printed some pretty fucking good cards. Yeah. I mean, we went over it for two two solid episodes of the shit that we were looking forward to. And honestly, they are just as strong as I had hoped. I built, uh, anecdotally, uh, I just came back from playing a bunch of games in Eerie. Where I had, I built a Sithis Harvest Hand, the uh, Celestia... Two drop, two drop enchantress build. I built that. That deck is insanely good. Turns out, cantripping every time you play an enchantment in an enchantment deck, really strong. Pretty good. Because uh, I think I won every game with uh, Heliod Ballista combo. Nice. But it was just like, if you don't get that combo, you don't have to worry. Because I was playing Rest in Peace Helm oh, as yeah. well, and. The amount of, uh, like, even if they get rid of your Ballista, like they exile Ballista or something. Yeah. Because you gain a life for each enchantment, Heliod can just make things huge. Yeah. Right? So Heliod just buffs a shitload of everything. You know, I'm not I'm not running, like, a complete enchantment build where I have no creatures or anything like that. But, fuck. It was really strong. Sanctum Weaver? Nice. Woo! Do you happen to have the uh, the three drop 
uh, Selesnia chick that whenever uh, you play an enchantment, create a 1-1 soldier, and then you slap the, uh, what's that enchantment that makes it indestructible? Oh, Sedona, I think. Hero of the Pileus. Yeah. You yep. built that deck, right? Yep, that, that I didn't I didn't run that infinite token build. That that I feel like that'd be kinda cool in there. I do run Concordant Crossroads. Okay. So I think that would work if you make infinity tokens and they all have haste. Yeah, plus like just getting you're playing enchantments anyway, so you're drawing cards, you're gonna probably draw into that if you don't draw into your ballista combo. I yeah, I also did uh the Scurry Oak. Scurry Oak Cathars Crusade. Oh nice. So Man, man, that Scurry Oak is a powerhouse for combos. Man, it's just like, there's so many good combos with it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, there's more than just one thing that puts a plus one, plus one counter when a creature enters. You yeah. know, there's a lot <laughs> of those things, so yeah. Scurry Oak can just combo with fucking a lot of things. Yeah. I never won with it. Uh, the deck was just too fast. Like, I was, I would get to, I would cast... I cast Sithis on turn one probably four times. Nice. You know, Chrome Mox or something like that. Play Sithis, and then I just vomit my hand, but it refills my hand. Yeah. So I'm never <laughs> out, like, a bunch of cards because every enchantment cantrips you. Yeah. It was pretty good. And I play, like, even the subpar, not even subpar, but situational enchantments that draw a card when they enter. So, like, Ground Seal. Yeah, Like, yeah. that gets me one draw for casting, one draw for entering, so I plus one on that, you know, it's like... Yeah, and that's the uh, stuff can't enter the battlefield from the graveyard. Creatures, or creatures and... No, cards cannot be the targets of spell or abilities in the graveyard. Okay, so that that's also pretty decent anyway. Yeah. It shuts down a lot of And cards. I was like, maybe I take this a little staxy, but uh, it was fast enough that I was like, I didn't even need it. I was nice. like, winning on like turn three or four. Nice. Because it was like, Idyllic Tutor, you can find your Heliod with any enchantment tutor, and then if you have Enlightened, you can get the Ballista. But I was always drawing so many cards that I was just drawing into Ballista, like, every time. I was nice. just like, holy shit, this deck is insane. Yeah. I knew, as soon as I seen that spoiled, I, I knew that was going to be be pretty bonkers. I mean, just, it, I think the fact that Sithis does what it does, draws you a card, gains you a life, for two? Yeah. For two mana? That is... <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Like, the fact that it's a legendary and can be your commander is like... I could I could see if it was, like, not a legendary and it was just in yeah. your 99. Yeah. But having it in the command zone so that you can turn one it is just, like, so good. It was dirty. Every time. And there's so many good low CMC enchantments, too. Yeah, I mean, I found myself running, like, Soul Snare. And, you know, one drop... Like, if something's attacking you, exile it. I mean, that's not the best. But if something's attacking you, I'm just... I'm paying one to draw a card is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the offhand bonus that if something attacks me, like a Blightsteel or something, I can just get rid of it. Yep. You know, not that I think anyone would be that stupid, but... <laughs> yeah, it was just pretty, pretty strong deck. For building it in an hour, like, I just took the cards I had... Through some of the cards from the from Modern Horizons 2 in it and jammed it and it was a fucking blast. I had a great time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Selesnia too. Selesnia and Naya, definitely. That's that's like the cream of the crop for me. I I, I love them. I used to be real big into Gruel, but then I was like, meh, you know. 
I like that splash that white just because it's got so much utility in white. Yeah. So, I mean, they get shit on. Aside from aside from card draw, a lot. <laughs> They're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. No. That that Esper uh, that Esper artifact or human artifact. That thing put in something? Esper Sentinel. Yeah. That shit put in so much work. Holy fuck. Dude, Dude, it is great. I got to turn one cast that a couple times. And then I had Heliod on board, so every time I was getting a life, I was putting the plus one, plus one on S percent. Also, it was like, do you pay the three? Do you pay the four? Do you pay the five? Do you pay the six? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's great, just because it takes that whole, do you pay the one? Do you pay the one? And it just, like, can just up it. You slap one equipment on, it's like, you paying three? You paying three? Nobody's paying three. Yeah. So, I did have somebody pay the four, though, and I was oh. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> right? That's just a spike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were like, I don't have anything to do. I'll pay the four. I'm like, you d- asshole. But, uh, you know, I would have done the same thing if I was in their position. But, uh, yeah. And, I mean, you, you slapped together that Chatter Fang, right? Yeah, I, I play tested it once, but our game uh, got cut short because everybody had to leave. But uh needs a little work on the mana base but aside from that i mean yeah i think it it's pretty damn good i mean you can easily like turn three have six six to eight squirrels out so yeah i mean shit turn turn four if you got five mana and freaking eight squirrels it's like okay now you can just overrun one player completely out of the game like super quick just with overrun so yeah that and the new lord they printed for squirrels and you know, this, that, and the other thing that got squirreled. Yeah, freaking... Uh, Squirrel Sovereign or something. You know? I actually ordered a Pitiless Plunderer probably, like, right after they spoiled Chatterfang. I was actually picking it up for something else, but then I started seeing, like, oh, man, wow, that just combos with Chatterfang. Okay. And then the price is, like, now it's, like, $11 card. Yeah. I think I'm, I got mine for, like, 7 I have my regular and a foil. Nice. And that was just from opening Ixalan nice like yeah that card slept on honestly for an uncommon because it doesn't say non-token yeah like it's literally just like when a creature dies get a treasure yeah yeah it it does work so token (laughs) sack builds is pretty pretty dirty yeah but uh yeah i mean we were pretty happy with the with the turnout for the the tournament i mean i came in after work and uh couldn't find a place to sit there's everywhere was fucking playing everywhere people playing everywhere and one of the best things, I saw a half dozen people I had never seen before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. We there, got new blood. Where you was at? A, there was a good turnout of people I've never seen up here. So, yeah. I thought that was cool, too. I know a, a couple people showed up. They they were like, oh, yeah, what deck should I play? And, like, they start busting out, like, some more casual stuff. And I was talking to the one kid. And I'm like, e- you guys want to bring out your most bring, powerful. Bring your your thickest boy. <laughs> Luckily, like, they had all brought multiple decks because they said they didn't really know what the meta was like here. And I was like, it's as strong as it gets. It's cutthroat. Especially during tournaments, you're getting CEDH decks. Like, well, I mean, Cody was Cody managed to pop off, I think, twice with two turn three wins on Food Chain. Man. Yeah, he's always got a good Food Chain build. Cody does play that deck pretty well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he's been playing it for a while. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, very practiced on it. One one of the funniest things I think of the whole event for me personally was I was playing against uh, Adam. And oh. <laughs> he was playing <laughs> Tassiger. And uh, I'm playing Urza. And 
And I had like shit out tons of artifacts, right? So I have like nothing in hand except for capsize, but a ton of mana, and I just couldn't get a way to draw cards. So I'm basically stuck pretty far ahead of everybody else. I had, you know, Winter Orb out, had everything locked down. But uh, I start bouncing all of Adam's Shocklands with my capsize because I also had uh, Unwinding Clock. So on every person's turn, I untap all my stuff and then cast the... Uh, the capsize the, a couple times. The capsize a couple times, yeah. Get rid of all of his lands, basically. So every turn, he's, like, replaying shock lands and paying the two. And it finally gets down to where he actually was about to win, but everybody kept making him pay life, and all he had was, like, pain lands. And he's, like, down to four life, goes to do something, has to pay a life. Another person does something, he has to pay another life. And then the thing that he was trying to do to win made him lose two life. And he was at two, and it was like, yep, well, uh, I guess I die. <laughs> and then I'm just, like, thinking the whole time, like, man, I got him for 12 life. Off Shocklands. Shocklands. So, yeah, I think that was what got it there. <laughs> hey, whatever you got to do, man. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. I felt bad, but he was he was a good sport about it. He's like, no, nah, man, I mean, that's the only play you got. <laughs> you know? I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> but... Yeah, overall, awesome event, definitely. Neil totally always puts on a good event. 100%. Uh, so we got a pretty sweet event in the works for the uh, Forgotten Realms release, too, that we've been uh, throwing about. And it sounds like it's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, I, I know right now we're leaning towards uh, Emperor and, and Arch Enemy, both. Ooh. So the arch enemies basically will be the dungeon bosses. That's so sick. I think it's the event will be pretty flavorful. I mean that sounds fucking awesome, actually. Yeah, I think um, the flavor's dope. Yeah, and if we can get like any, I love D and D, and I cannot wait for this set, and I'm super fucking stoked that uh, that we're getting something like this. You know, and the more flavorful he makes it, you know, the more I'm going to enjoy it. I know it. I don't care if I win, lose. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just, like, being here and, like, opening a pack of Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Yeah, so that event's in the works. Uh, every, the details aren't totally hashed out yet, but I think it's going to be pretty sick. So. Right on. Yeah, I mean, that's what we have to look forward to, and being that the release schedule for Magic has been fucking insane, we'll probably get more spoilers next week. Yeah. You know, after this week's, uh, this is the it's the 15th right now, so the, the week of the 15th, um, we'll probably we'll get release of Modern Horizons, like release release, and then next week after that we'll probably get more spoilers for forgotten realms which i will be chomping at the bit to talk about because if they fuck one thing up i'm gonna be you know I'm, they already <laughs> fucked up tiamat and you know i'm like fucking i'm salty about that it's the dragon god come on <laughs> you kidding me but you know at least loth is a planeswalker yeah like if they would have made loth the creature i would have been salty yeah. But Yeah, so pretty stoked to talk about that. Um that's what we got coming up in the works. And uh 
Let us know, obviously, if you've been having some sick times with uh, Modern Horizons shit. Because I know I definitely have. Like, in practice, just great cards coming out of that set. Yeah, definitely some awesome stuff. Uh, let us know what uh, what your best pulls are, what you've cracked so far. Uh, and, the EV yeah. coming out of the set boxes is absolutely bonkers. If that is what you want, if you want value from the set, buy set boosters. Buy the set booster box. Draft booster boxes are stacked differently because a drafting play environment. Set boosters are not meant to be drafted. Yeah. Buy the set booster. Yeah, if, if you're, you're if you're looking for straight value, definitely. Not to say that there isn't value in the draft box, but dollar for dollar, the EV is higher coming out of a set booster. So EV is expected value if you're unfamiliar. The EV is higher coming out of a set box than a draft booster box, and even higher coming out of a collector's box. But if you're buying collector's boxes of this set, uh, you're a baller. Yeah, you're, you're just balling out of fucking control because I, I couldn't. Yeah, I really like the set boosters. I mean, you get three slots at rares and mythics in the set boosters. So, I mean, you get less packs overall in the booster box itself, but the fact that you can pull three rares or three mythics well, I mean, is amazing. The last day of the tournament, I came in and bought nine packs. First pack, cracked of Verdant Catacombs. Second pack, cracked of Verdant Catacombs. I announced that I was going to for three for three, and I wanted to open Verdant Catacombs. Instead, I pulled a foil Cabal Coffers. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Fourth pack, foil Verdant Catacombs. I'm like, I'm three for four, baby. <laughs> three for four. We got three. We have almost a play set of Verdants coming out of this nine packs. Just the value out of that, those nine packs alone was enough for me to be like, you know what? Maybe I misjudged this set a little bit for the value. I am glad that... This isn't just a hardcore dicking of the players for investing and trying to buy these set booster packs. They really made the set booster pack for this set something to look forward to, something to buy, and definitely a bigger chance to get your value than most. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the value in this set is just really, really good. It's unfortunate. It's quite a bit more expensive but yeah. at the same time it definitely has insanely good reprints as well as super uh, good new cards that has just like brought the power level up quite a bit so i just want like one of my my friend from the area that i was playing sithis against we were talking and we hope that this is enough that enough of this product is opened that we can get to a consistent price of $30 a fetch. Yeah. Bring them all down. You know what I'm saying? Let the whales buy their old foil bordered fetches, sell off their regular fetches, let the price come down to where people can afford to run them. And $30 is not cheap for a card. But considering where they were, yeah. $99 scalding tarns, $60 marsh flats, things of that nature, you know, if you want your set of fetches in the next week, give it till after release, the fetches are going to be as low as they will ever be. You know, there's going to be a shitload of them flooding the market because people are going to crack that value, ship it to Card Kingdom if they don't need it, ship it to Channel Fireball, ship it to TCG, and just try and cash in on as much value as possible, which is going to bring the overall value down. That's just how the market works. 
So if you're looking to pick up fetches for your your EDH decks, your 10 fetch is never going to come cheaper than within about nine days. Yeah, make sure that if you need them, you scoop them up. Yes, I've scoop them. No, I've noticed pretty much like whenever a set comes out and it's got a super good reprint list in there, you got basically about 14 days after the actual release. And that's when the prices are at their lowest and they start climbing up. So like yeah. you got like maybe a two week window depends. I think it'll probably go a little bit faster with this. Cause the fetch lands, like people are going to be gobbling them up, whether it's investors, whether it's the big card shops, as soon as they start flooding the market, people are going to start buying them. So modern is always going to need fetches regardless, like yeah. modern legacy, always going to need the fetch lands. It's one of the hardest things to get into the game with. Legacy has the duels, obviously, and the crazy fucking reserve list cards. But, like, Modern, the land bases were always the, the hardest to do. When, when Modern first started, Scalding Tarns were $130 a piece once Modern picked up. Once they did their first GP for Modern, it was like, boom. Every, every land... The land that I sold for $15 when I pulled it from a pack, from a Zendikar pack, and I was like, man, this is kind of stupid. And I sold it for 15 bucks. It was a Marsh Flats. <laughs> it was like, you know, they are always going to be needed. Yeah. So. And I'll tell you, too, in the last week, I, had, I have heard so much hype around the modern format. Like, the last, like, two or three years, I feel like modern has really been on the wayside. But this last week, after all the spoilers came out for Modern Horizons, man, I've heard so many people talking about, oh, I'm building this for Modern, I'm building that for Modern, oh, I'm getting my Modern deck together. Like, there's a lot of hype around Modern right now, and a lot of people want to get back into it, especially because the set is bringing the cost to get into Modern Damn. down so much. With all the new cards, there's new decks getting put into Modern, the price is down, so... I, I feel like you're going to have a small window to get those fetches because with all the hype around Modern, people want to get back into it, and new players who might not have played it, who want to start playing it, they need those fetches. So, yep. definitely. 100%. Get it while you can. Definitely. It's going to be a hot-button item, so make sure that you can uh, you can get it on the ground floor, as they say. But uh, thank you all for listening. We wanted to make sure that we uh, did a little... A little blurb on the tournament and the decks that was played, the decks that were played, and we definitely want to make sure we knew about us giving away that box uh, because you know, like I said, we always give away fire. Um, but yeah, what was the passphrase one more time? The passphrase is blood pod. Just uh, you know, DM the Commander's Vault or MTG underscore Survivalist, and if for some reason you don't have social media, just send an email to the Commander's Vault at gmail.com and Sick. that'll get you entered into definitely. So. Yep, and uh, thanks again for listening. We uh, we can't wait to talk about more Forgotten Realms spoilers whenever those come out. And uh, keep playing with these sick Modern Horizons 2 cards. Yeah. But uh, once again, this is Commander's Vault. I'm JB. And I'm Dale. Have a good evening.